Hi, I'm Bill. And I'm Anastas. And we are the Uncommonwealth Podcast. Thank you for joining us on our 11th episode. This Woo. isn't quite as special as our last one. Lucky 11 in heaven. But we did use our research from the... Uh, all right, I'm just kidding. What, what was that? I... Lucky eleven in heaven. That was a bad rhyme. Yeah, it did man. rhyme. It is a good rhyme, but it's it's, it's a rhyme, no but it's made no sense. Uh, I am a little out of it today. So am I, because I, my allergies are kicking my ass. Yeah, so Bill's voice is gonna sound really deep. It's, yeah, it's a, is it it's is it oh, off? It's a, it's a little, little it's a little deeper, but it's not. Do I sound like? No, you don't sound like that. Do I sound like Darth? No. Oh, spoiler alert! I saw Solo. You know, I shouldn't spoil it. I don't know. Maybe don't, people don't haven't seen it. Solo, but yeah, I have you seen, seen it? it? All right. Well, never mind. There's a, there's a thing at the end. Um, all right, so <laughs> our our very special eleventh episode, uh, we actually got the topic from the Survey Monkey. Yeah, we're gonna pull from the survey to keep pulling topics from that because there's a lot in there. Yeah, and that way, you know, you know, we'll we'll give you listeners what you want, kind of here for a while, and then when we run out of those, we're gonna go back to doing whatever the fuck we want. So tell me what you want, what you really really want. So tell me what you want, what you really 15 want. Fifteen seconds, right? Yep. Uh, so what I want is today, right? to talk about Joan Jet. Yes, good old Joan uh, Jet. You big turd burglar. Yes, I um I, I am not a big fan of Joan Jet. Yeah, as I, I, I am. I like Joan Jet a lot. My mom actually saw her live in Sunbury. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. Sunbury did she, did of all she places. Do, did she do her football song? With the football. <laughs> that's one of the reasons I don't like her because it's really. Yeah, it's so stupid because it's just I, I know she didn't write the lyrics for that. I know it's it's a different song. I thought it was because you had a good reputation and I yeah she I had a, doesn't yeah. give a damn about her bad reputation. Yeah, but yep. you you do give a damn about your yep. good good reputation. Yeah, I'm a good boy and I don't listen well, to, to, to bad boy bad girl music like Joan Jett's music. But you damn I don't know. I, 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 I yeah, I just think there's better female icons in the rock world than Joan Jett. I mean, Interesting. Uh, there's Janis Joplin, obviously. And I mean, there's tons of them that are more badass and there's a lot of i don't know about more badass i think badass attitude is alanis morissette in the eye of the beholder <laughs> don't you fucking come at jagged little pill we've covered this it's iconic it's gorgeous and it made me weep uh, i yeah I'm, I, I know it did and i probably gonna listen to it on the uh because we're, we're going off to connecticut in the weekend probably gonna listen to it on the way up there but uh, we're recording on a thursday which is probably one of the reasons why we're both today's out of wednesday it. Today's, oh, today's Wednesday, isn't it? Today's Wednesday. Yeah, see, we're both really out of it. So, yeah. I mean, the listener would, ne- would never have known. So we could have no, he, he never <laughs> had to know. They never know when we were recorded uh, unless I bring up a football game. <laughs> so, how? So, did you get this, get a chance to see Joan Jett or was it just your mom that got No, my mom went. I was, I don't remember how long ago that was. She said she was amazing live. Yeah. Said sure, she rocks real sure fucking hard. Um, I saw Heart. And see, Heart's a better band. Heart's a much better band. Than, than the black they were they were super good live they didn't play many of their hits good because they're better they don't they don't need to they didn't play dog and butterfly it's a really good song yeah <laughs> yeah you didn't have it I saw, I saw cheap trick too wasn't uh, wasn't a huge fan yeah cheap trick forever just no surrender earth wind and fire was still one of the best like older bands i've ever seen anyway yeah so let's get into her life i mean Listen, I'm I'm saying not nice things about Joan Jett. Yeah, but like, she is a cultural icon. She's gonna fucking hear this. She's gonna and hear this. Sue the shit out of us. No, no, no. She. I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna suck up to someone just so they can <laughs> like our podcast. Bill, fuck Joan Jett. But I'm I, not gonna say I like that her. because because <laughs> I we can't agree because she is an icon of she's our still, lovely state and she's actually really local to here. So yeah, she's super um, close. Her family's don't want to alienate our fans her. here. <laughs> but yeah, good old Joan Jett. So let's get into it, right, Bill? Yeah, yeah, let's crack so, into it. So she was she was born on September twenty second, nineteen fifty eight, at Lankanaw Hospital in Winwood. I never pronounced 
Like Lincoln Canal? Oh, oh yeah. I always, I, I, I always yeah. say like Long Canal, and I'm like, I don't know. That's not right. No, it's not. That's that's not right. But it's in it's in uh, Haverford Township. I I put a little note here in here. That's uh, that's nice Delco. That's they gotta that's, have that's, something. That's, that's that's like really nice Delco. <laughs> Uh, it's not gritty Delco. I was just about <laughs> you know? to say it's not gritty Delco. Uh, but her, her parents were uh, James Larkin and Dorothy Jet Larkin. Keep a keep a little little dog ear on that Dorothy Jet Larkin there. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, Joan Jet was the uh, or Joan Larkin was the eldest of three children, and they were a really normal suburban Philadelphia family. Right. Yeah. The father sold insurance. The mother was a secretary. Super were, super white collar jobs. Yeah. Just and this is like in the late fifties, early sixties. Just. Yep. Yeah, going to the drive-in movie theater. They're sock hops. Going to get a malt beverage at the soda parlor. Uh, going to the mall, and then the rock and roll music came and, and ruined rock them. Rock and roll came. Those dang Beatles and Elvis and Chuck Berry. <laughs> Shake my fist and it ruined this lovely devil. American family. They brought the devil into this home. I'm clutching my pearls. It's, they're going. I'm the devil, I love metal. And that's all I can sing. Because <laughs> oh, we, we don't want to get sued by Jack Black and Kyle Gass. <laughs> so so they um, they moved around a, a good-ish amount uh, in, in their young family stage. So in 1967, they moved away from Fantastic Pennsylvania to Rockville, Maryland. Boo. You know who else? Which is by is, Bethesda, I is think. Is from Rockville, Maryland, who's a who? music who? artist? No, who? Logic. Really? Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. Well... There she uh, she got her first taste of music uh, at the, at the tender age of fourteen. She got her first guitar, and she you know, took some guitar lessons. But she actually quit them because of her instructor who kept pushing folk music on was, her. Was her instructor Bob Dylan? I mean, maybe. But I mean, that that be that be a good solid wouldn't gig. It, she didn't know be? how good she had it. <laughs> I mean, I love folk music, but I also get why she'd be like, I want to fucking play this. Yeah, I mean, I just I get the feeling that she was just um, uh, a rebel from the beginning. Yeah, but, she was a runaway. Yeah, she was a runaway. Uh, runaway from societal norms. So her uh, her family, they didn't stay in Maryland too long. They actually moved to L.A. in the early 70s, and they promptly got divorced. Uh, the parents got divorced shortly after that. Do you know and, why? Uh, well, I don't know why. Did you do some extra research on No, that? I was at, genuinely asking. No, I, I, I'm probably some sort of... Probably cocaine. <laughs> it's definitely cocaine. Oh, let's move to the big city lights of L.A. and, and just do some of the nose nah, candy. It's, it's and probably, just, probably just terrible marriage. So probably just t- take just, that. Yeah, it's Joan Jett's issues. fault. <laughs> I like Joan Jett. Again, I'm going to repeat this. Her rock and roll music ruined the family. <laughs> she's just in her, in her room playing guitar poorly because she stopped your lessons. I can't handle this damn music. I'm leaving the family. Leave her to be creative. I'm leaving this terrible rock and roll family. That's what. Take your Bible and get out. That, that Take was, your insurance papers. That was a dramatization that wasn't a live recording. Just throwing that. Out yeah, there. we don't want to confuse anyone. No. We're not getting divorced because we're not married. Only in the soul. Only in the podcast world. <laughs> uh, so, so <coughs> you're right there, Bill. <laughs> no, I'm dying, but it's all right. We're all dying a little bit every day. Just a little bit. Uh, so obviously, this is where Joan gets her name, her last name. She actually legally got it changed to her mother's maiden name, and it's she obviously uses it for, as a for. For her professional name, but yeah. also it's her actual name. Like, yeah. Uh, legal. So, legal yeah, tender. J-E-T-T. Legal tender? Is that what you're going to say? She's not a currency. Value her she's bill. She's pop currency. She's pop currency. Uh, but, you know, obviously in L.A., she was young. She started going yeah. out to the club. She went out to Rodney Bing- Bingenheimer's English Disco. 
fantastic name. So it this is a good name. This is a, a How's gla- it different from an American disco? Do, do they serve I don't know. tea? Well, it, so they did a lot of glam music, and I think you know T Rex, and yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure they're British. I might be told. I, I might not get told. Dweeb and be I wrong. I don't know where T Rex is from, but maybe New York. Actually, they're probably New York. I don't know. Give it a Google. You want to give it a quick Google? <laughs> you know, it doesn't really fuck. It doesn't really matter. And if no, if it doesn't. Really we're dweebs. Matter. We're dweebs, man. I mean, I'm not a huge T Rex fan. I like some of their songs, but I don't. I couldn't name you an album. Yeah, but you know. Th- it was it was glam and glitter you know venue and that's where she got a lot of her chops and she yeah. even said that she learned to scream from watching Mark Bolin of T Rex well, at sense. the at the clubs. I also learned to scream from watching T Rex, but that was Jurassic Park. Yeah, <laughs> as a good old youngster, that was. I, I tucked my arms in and I. Going, <laughs> my voice is so fucking destroyed. This, right this, now. this is what this is quality podcasting. This is why we have listeners because of those sounds. <laughs> And they, as they can see my motion. Yeah. This is really good airtime. Yeah. Well, it's it's the the arm tucking is just that's quality arm tucking there. Right? <laughs> uh, so. Oh God, we're never gonna make it big. <laughs> so her first foray into uh, real music was in 1975 when she was only 17 years old. She was a founding member of the Runaways. So she was a guitar player. Where were they running away from? Probably life's Nixon. <laughs> that's a better that's a better answer than that was i wasn't expecting what you gonna that throw out there? i was just gonna throw like bullshit like fucking the suburbia and, yeah mean, t-rexes they, they were they were badass people I and mean, then she so she played guitar and vocals uh sandy west played drums sherry curry was the uh, lead singer i i may have mispronounced her name uh and jackie fox played bass and the you know lita ford also played lead guitar right uh, and they were signed to Mercury Records in 1976, and their self-titled debut album was released later that year. It wasn't very well received uh, by critics, and it really didn't sell that much. But they did get a chance to tour the world, well, tour the U.S. at this stage. They toured with Cheap Trick, Van Halen, Talking Heads, Tom Petty, you know, really big bands at That's, that time. You know who the best one, in my opinion, is out of that lineup? If you say Cheap Trick, so help me God. Nope. Tom Petty? Nope. I mean, it's it's it's, it's talking, talking heads. heads. I like talking heads. But I, I was trying to look from your... I mean, you were in a flannel, so my first thought was Van Halen. But I was like, oh, maybe cool. not. You know me better than that. <laughs> I, I do like to jump, though. And oh, I, oh, I, oh, no. And I do think Panama is a oh, very important country. Oh, that's oh, these are terrible jokes. <laughs> Every joke I tell is a bad joke. Good old David Lee Roth. Oh, he can just, fucking just, just fuck off. Terrible people. Diamond Dave. <laughs> Eat a diamond. So while they were touring, they they shot crowds because they were young. They were all right. female. Like people weren't really used to that. No, and they you know they, they played it up. You know, so the you know, Carrie would wear lingerie on stage, and Joan Jett would wear this like red leather jumpsuit, and they would just be punk and spitting yeah. and doing kicks and shit, and swearing at people and shitting yeah. on the stage. Cherry bomb. Cherry bomb's a dope fucking song from that album. Cherry Bomb's a really cool fucking song. No, it, it is. I and I, this this is uh, this is, I like the Runaways a lot better than her solo stuff because it's just. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, 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 we'll get into we'll that a little later. It. Yeah. So their second album, Queens of Noise, was released in January of '77. So this is where they started to get some real fame. They weren't very well received in the U.S. still, but they were a huge success in Japan. They were actually the number four most popular import band in Japan behind. Well, that's why it's in all their Japanese anime. What? All those Japanese anime. It's they, all runaway songs. It's all runaway songs. <laughs> Got your bill. Uh, so they were behind Ava, Kiss, and Led Zeppelin, and they were they were their number four. You know, they had their own TV special, and they also did a lot of other guest you know TV spots yeah, as well. That's, yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah, you know, they were they toured all Japan. They're they were like all of nineteen years old. Yeah, right. They're, they're well, they were they were little babies at this point. It's 
pretty crazy. Uh, of course, they, that's how a lot of Disney stars came up. Yeah, I mean they're not Disney it's, stars, but they're no, they're, yeah, they're badass chicks who just. Well, I'm starting like to think crazy of like rock bands and roll. Other bands they come up that young. Yeah, too. it's true. But it's just because. But to tour Japan to and tour like Japan have a TV and, yeah. special, it's pretty cool, you know. Uh, but it was a little more of a sophisticated album musically, not just the same four chords over and over right. again. Uh, and they got they got some traction, uh, a little bit of traction in the states as well, in, in New York with uh, you know because punk punk itself was starting to ramp up a little bit, right? And they would you know there's photos of them with with the Ramones at CBGB in uh, New York, and uh, they actually got to hang out with the Sex Pistols out in London too. So they, they became a touring band, yeah. you know. Do you know the Ramones aren't brothers? I, I know they're not brothers. You know people think they're brothers. Really? Yeah. They don't really look alike though. I they mean, dress alike. They, they, they dress must the be brothers. Same. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So they their their album in Japan went gold actually. So oh shit, yeah, they no, were success. No yeah, I mean they they were like it was like Beatlemania. Well, how did they, they play it? There. It must have been really heavy and hard to play on records if it's record players if it's gold. Oh that my god. Oh my god. How's that? How's that work? You I got me there, Bill. I don't understand. Yeah, are you, this is a joke, right? Is it? It's a. Oh, fuck <laughs> so. So their, their their fame wasn't very long lived. They actually broke up as a band that same year, nineteen seventy seven. Uh, th- due to a couple of things, it kept deteriorating. Uh, the the bassist uh, Fox actually left because she was sexually assaulted by their producer Kim Fowley. Jesus. And uh, on, apparently, it happened like in plain view of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so, I, frankly, I'm not sure why the band didn't just quit then. But yeah, you know, that's the whole other thing. But. Uh, the singer left due to fighting with Lita Ford, and then Joan Jett actually took over as a singer for a couple couple uh, concerts. Right, and um, they were trying to record another album, but that didn't really go. It, I don't I don't believe it got released until like a later, okay. uh, as like a as like unreleased stuff. Yeah, and uh, they the biggest split was because of their creative differences. So Jet wanted to go more like glam and glitter rock, right. while Lita Ford wanted to go into the, like the hard, hard rock metal. metal. And those are the two guitar players. So they they kind they kind of had like a big, they, you, you they, could, they would shape the, it. Yeah, yeah. They, they would shape that. Uh, and then obviously she went on the solo. And uh, Bill, you want to take it from here? Yeah. So like she did some solo touring, but I, I guess technically she's still a solo act with the Blackhearts. The yeah. Blackheart Blackhearts are her backup. I band. couldn't name a single person on that band besides her. Yeah. So that's how you know it's a backup. Yeah, that's band. true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, the same way. Bruce mm. Springsteen and the band. I mean, um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, these, these, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like these two band because like, well, gold, the gold. Ba- like you know the band, but. Yeah. I the, the, you don't go to see you go to see Joan Jett you go to see right yeah. cool I'm just being pedantic today you are you're a little contrarian a little, fuck a turd today yeah you fuck Joan Jett got half a beer in you and your dick swelled out to your fucking kneecap whoa 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 there Bill way to give everyone a, a visual of of my my Wednesday night yingling drinking <laughs> oh god I killed myself for my joke. <laughs> It wasn't even that good. Oh, poor Bill. I, I hope you feel better, Bill. I hope I die. <laughs> I can't die. I have podcasting to do. Yeah. We have a fan base. <laughs> fan base used loosely. So, Jet started the Blackhearts with the help of sing- songwriter and producer Kenny Laguna. Mm. His full name is actually Kenny Laguna Beach. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I was going to make a joke along those lines, but I was like, that's too dumb to do. Don't do it. And you did it. <laughs> Nothing's too dumb for me. Oh, God. I have a <laughs> fucking two degrees and I tell jokes like this. It just yeah. goes to show you don't need to be smart to get degrees. Yeah, these are these are very not good jokes there. But keep, keep it wrong. Give me more, Bill. I don't know. My head's red from laughing. <laughs> 
So Laguna wanted Jet to go on as a solo act after her 1980s solo album, Joan Jet, mm-hmm. self-titled album. But Jet actually insisted that she had to have a band behind her. Um, she like They argued about it a lot. And she just placed an ad in LA Weekly saying that she was looking for three good men. Thank God this wasn't the Craigslist era. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, you, you know what I mean, though? Yeah, but a, a lot of like... Uh, you know, in LA, especially. Yeah, a lot of in music, LA, you get a lot. That, that was that was the musicians you know, put something to... in the newspaper, and a lot yeah. of bands start all that way. They will get their, their right. Guys. That's that's really funny though. <laughs> so she eventually got Gary Ryan on bass, um, who introduced her to Eric Amble, who played guitar, who then knew Danny Furious O'Brien oh. on the drums, oh, and they were the original Blackhearts. Oh, Jesus, what a name! Um, this lineup has changed many times throughout the years. Like we said, we can't tell you who's in it yeah so i just i'm just gonna give you the three um because when i was researching it was like all this drama like somebody left in this person left and this one came in and blah 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 yeah i I saw a chart that like linked up different yeah different color coded chart yeah and i was like wow Uh uh-uh it was they're like maybe like eight or nine people yeah it was was, was pretty crazy way through the um but so they actually toured pretty unsuccessfully throughout europe and uh o'brien was fired at the end of the tour um, and Laguna's the one who fired him. Uh, okay, so John didn't do it. Guess he didn't like the way he played in his speech. Can't play in the same he sandbox. Too, he was too furious on the drums. <laughs> he was too fast and too furious. Too fast, too furious on the drums. <laughs> to drum drift. It was the fate of the furious drumming. Too, too fast and too furious Laguna drift. He, he couldn't hang it in Tokyo with the drifting of the furious drifting drums. <laughs> oh. Bullshit. Laguna Beach, fuck you, Bill. <laughs> so they... They actually moved to Long Beach, New York then, and hired Lee Crystal um, as a drummer. And they started touring throughout the U.S. And that's where they actually started to slowly build up a fan base. Um, but they really struggled fi- uh, fiscally. Mm-hmm. And Laguna like used to sell use advances from other projects to finance Joan Jett uh, and Blackheart. So this is all like a like built on just promise to lay. Like, pretty I, I much, mean, like thing she succeeded. Like a but, spin of promise was yeah. pretty much all it was. Like it's kind of amazing that she succeeded as well as she did because it's kind of a string of failures up until yeah. a certain point. And, and it's funny when you say it because like if you look at the, the Runaways, like she wasn't actually like the big lead. Like no, all the album she's just, cover, she's the guitarist. Yeah, like all the album covers would be the, the singer and I. Yeah, I, Sherry Curie. Yeah, so it, is that how you say it, Sherry? Yeah, Sherry sure. Curie, right? I know. I was yeah. thinking like Madame I said, Curie. I said Curie like an idiot. I don't know. I, I don't either know way. She, she was she was like the the, the face yeah, on the album the covers and. You know, so this is bold to be like, yeah, this girl's got like, guns. I, Let's I, go I with believe her. in Joan Jett. Yeah, like, good, good for him. Yeah, and, and good for her. Fuck Joan Jett, though. But you gotta keep. Why you gotta keep doing that? Women are doing it for themselves, man. It's, it's not a woman. I'm just saying. It's just <laughs> you, goddamn meninist pig. What? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> now I'm being the contrarian. He's not. He's not a meninist pig. So they they used to sell personal or uh, they both use personal funds to press copies of Joan, the album Joan Jett, mm. and they just distribute it themselves. And they'd, like, sell it... Laguna would sell it out of his Cadillac at shows. And honestly, like, that's not that yeah, different that, from that's like, struggling bands now. It's like every like, band I've ever seen. I, yeah. That's, that's cool. I was at a couple shows at a festival. Not, not, not like, a festival festival, not, like, Firefly, but, mm. like, a Harvest Festival Saturday. And every group that came up, they were like, hey, like, check out our merch tent. Our CDs are over here. We've got shirts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Do you want some whippets? 
Well, yeah, of course they asked me if I wanted whippets, and we went back behind, and we did whippets, and then we butt chugged a little bit, and then we were all good friends, and they followed the podcast, and then you, and I followed and then you them bought their album, yeah. and then I bought their album, and oh, they—that's pretty cool to see. Like you can do it, you guys. You can make it just like Joan did. That's that's pretty. That's pretty cool. I didn't realize yeah. that it was that. Uh, yeah, like you know, they were, that, they were that, that struggling. Yeah. So demand actually grew, and they couldn't keep up with the demand. So they joined. They they made a joint venture with Neil Bogart, who was the founder of Casablanca Records. But he was starting a new label, which was Boardwalk Records. Mm-hmm. And I th- you've probably heard of Boardwalk Records. I, right? I have, yeah, yeah. And they re-released Joan Jett as Bad Reputation. Oh, cool. So and that's when like things start kind of started to pick up a little bit. Um, See, I care about my reputation. You don't. If you did, we wouldn't be doing a podcast. We wouldn't be able to search our names online. This is true. So spring of 81, uh, the concert at the Palladium in New York uh, is kind of pointed to as the turning point for her in her career because this is where she built like a New York audience and fan base, which is so fucking important for the punk scene. Mm-hmm, at least uh, in the 80s, like now it would be Seattle. Yeah. Well, that's grunge. That was the 90s, yeah. Well, nowadays you don't really need to be anywhere because it's yeah, more connected. You but back, online, then you but... Could, back then you didn't have like SoundCloud or like, right. you had to be there. So that, yeah, I can definitely see that being important. But her next album was I Love Rock and Roll. And this was her largest critical and financial hit to that point. But it's fucking, it's a fucking sham though, right, Bill? <laughs> so the the title track, I Love Rock and Roll, is actually a cover of Arrow's song they wrote and recorded it first. And they still perform it too. Yeah, they do still perform it too. But when she recorded it, it went number one on the Billboard Hot 100 for seven weeks in a row in mm. 1982. So... Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Honest, it's a pretty good yeah, song. It probably got her like everything in her it's life. A pretty good song. Yeah, it's a really good song. I mean, Animals' "House of the Rising Sun" is a cover. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, fair enough. Counting Crows' "Big Yellow Taxi." If we're talking about all-time great covers, <laughs> every single Led Zeppelin song ever is just them stealing shit from people. You're not yeah, wrong. I'm. I'm just saying. It's just that's yeah. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. You know that that is seven weeks in a row. That's it's a long time. That's almost, a long time. Almost two months. That's, yeah, that's really impressive. Yeah. Um, it's her version is considered or is Billboard's number fifty six song of all time, and it was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in twenty sixteen. Do you think does a slap bill that should slap? Yeah, that shit slaps. <laughs> uh, that was me being cool. Oh, you don't say things slap. <laughs> what do you say? What do you say? What do you... Yeah, that shit slaps. That shit fucking that's slaps. What, that's what I said. Yeah, it's just <laughs> you got this look on your face. Like, did I use it right? <laughs> that's exactly what that was. <laughs> I was very confused as to what was happening. You're like, what do you mean? I was like, yeah, it slaps. I'm old buddy, you're an old man. <laughs> I'm an old man. You're younger than I am. Uh, but I'm, that, I'm almost thirty, kind of. But that that was her real launch pad. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely was her real launch pad. Like Launchpad McQuack from DuckTales. Yep. Hey, Mo- hey, Disney, give us the live action ver- movie we really want. <laughs> Fucking DuckTales, you cowards. As Jet's popularity surged, she actually was in her own MTV New Year's Eve special, and also the 1987 film Light of Day with Michael J. Fox. Yeah, she was in a lot of like she's in film a things, lot right? of lot of movies, TV shows. Yeah, it's uh, pretty pretty cool. Yeah, she's never had it. Well, obviously, you can't have a fear of the spotlight as an artist. Mm-mm. Well, that's not true. There's musicians who are super duper reclusive. Yeah, I mean, she she was in like I actually remember watching an SVU episode where she's in it. Yeah, like I I remember looking at like that's Joan Jet, and I looked it up, and actually doing the research, I saw like that yeah, that actually is yeah, her. it's her. But she she plays like this uh, 
rock person that like gets murdered or something. Yeah. He's like a dead corpse. It's really funny. <laughs> Put her with a stick. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's she she does that like that was maybe ten years ago. So okay. that was I mean, pretty, she's, yeah, she's still you know, she was pretty like, recent. She was at her height like in the eighties and early nineties, but like yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so Joan Jett and the Blackhearts actually became the first rock band to perform a series of shows at the, I think it's Lont Fontaine. Yeah, maybe. Okay, I was waiting for a correction. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I don't know either. But the Lont Fontaine Theater on Broadway, and they broke the record at the time for the fastest ticket sellout. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Pretty cool. Back before you could get um, like fast pass on, online. <laughs> like online ticket sales so i guess people just kept ringing Hand stamps the the phone just kept jumping off the ringer <laughs> literally jumping going <laughs> yeah uh it's so, good, so talk it's about podcasting song, right there talk about the song that i hate very very much well it's because you hate yourself for loving it yep i hate it yep yep it's because that it's because of fucking football man so i hate myself for loving you is a pretty big song regardless but it also was the sunday night football theme for this is 2006 to 2007 yeah well from that to here yeah that, yeah that, 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 that oh, and then it season yeah I yeah got you. i mean i think i think it got i think the new one changed a bit right with karen where like yeah the lyrics they did change they the lyrics. Changed it, but uh yeah but it was basically a version of that and it's yeah. just i hate it so much man <laughs> just because it's just like the football thing and it's just, i have so many bad memories of equals losses oh yeah and it's just it's just sorry stupid I'm fucking tennessee titans <laughs> there's your timestamp. there's the timestamp right there we're still reeling god it was a bad weekend for football for me yes it was fuck off <laughs> Dick. temple lost too to, to, to boston college they should have yeah but bc's but they should have won though they were up they should have beat ohio state yeah that's true but they didn't then yeah our team sucked anyway let's talk let's talk about let's talk about so uh, well she kept she kept releasing a bunch of, she did a bunch of collaborative albums at this point hmm. and then she had a song in days of thunder and it wasn't the great you know the, the movie yeah hmm. i don't remember that well in the soundtrack oh gotcha so gotcha. it could have been like in the end yeah, credits gotcha but yeah and uh she produced a lot of stuff during this time and i want to talk about two very different ones she produced did you see these already i did yeah. god damn it i wanted <laughs> to hear your, your they're pretty ridiculous so she produced for thrash metal band metal church and also the rapper big daddy kane it's like yeah. the opposite ends of the spectrum, and I love it. Do you think she produced the whole albums, or do you think she just produced a couple she songs? Like a couple albums? songs? I don't know. That's really funny though. Like I think it's good awesome. for her. Like that's that that's some that's showing some range right there. Yeah, it's badass. She's also she's, she's a badass. A, she's also a mezzo soprano too. That's her range, her yeah. actual range. I I didn't. Know you don't know that? Yeah, I don't, I don't do those things. I know it sounds good. I'm really good at yeah. knowing what sounds good and being yeah. like, hey, you should listen to this. Um, if you want technical things. I'm not your best bet. Yeah. Well, well, I I hate myself for loving you, Bill. So there's. Yeah, I hate myself for loving keep, me too. Let's let's keep. Wait. L- l- <laughs> uh, she's released twelve albums and appeared in twenty two films and episodes of television. Yeah, she's pr- it's fairly prolific. I mean, yeah, it's, it's pretty, a lot. Of, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. So moving on, she's also been called the godmother of punk, the original Riot Girl. G R R L. I guess girl. It. Girl. <laughs> Uh, like, that was more with a U, but it's yeah. fun. And uh, the queen of rock and roll. Right. So you can put that your pipe and smoke it, you yeah. hater. Yeah, I'm, I'm a hater. I'm sorry. I'm Deuces being... to the haters, you big Ye- jerk. Yeah, I'm a big dumb idiot. That's what I am. Big dumb idiot. <laughs> uh, she's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, she's she's actually super duper private about her personal life. She doesn't like to have it out there. 
So rumors have swirled around for years regarding her sexuality, but she refuses to comment on it. She says, it's not your business. It's my business. It's and no it's one's business. no one's business. Not it isn't true. anyone's business. It doesn't matter. You like her music or you don't. Fuck off. Those vultures. Those media Look vultures. Look yeah, but she not she that won't eat those vultures either because she's a vegetarian, right? That's right. Like she's a big pita person. I, I knew. Yeah, I knew she's that. super into pita, which is honestly pita's a little problematic. Pita's very things. problematic. Yeah. Fuck pita. Yeah, they're not great. Uh, but she's been a vegetarian vegetarian for over twenty years, and she supports both pita and farm sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Uh, she first became vegetarian because of her love for animals, and I respect that. Yeah, I, I get it. I guess I don't know. I fucking love meat. <laughs> So I guess I don't get it. I, I guess not. But <laughs> whatever, animals are dope. She's also a big fan of of the of the good old footballs and, and the sports. And she whatnot. loves sports. She's a huge yeah. sports fan. It also made her a lot of money too because of the, the licensing. <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> so th- these are all. I'm going to quick run through what she's let her songs be used for. Bad Reputation was used by UFC Women's Bantamweight Champion Ronda Rousey as her walkout song for U- UFC 57. And it's now her uh, song for the WWE as well. What a weird career. Not a weird career jump, but what a career jump. Oh, the UFC to WWE? Yeah. Oh. Brock Lesnar. Cash did money, dude. Oh, so much. A lot more money. Yeah. yeah. A, lot of pro athlete, it, a lot of pro athletes do it. Yeah. And it's, a lot of pro football players. I don't think she does a lot of it. Like, I, I don't watch it. Uh, yeah, same. I haven't since I was younger. But, like, I... I, my understanding is those are the kind of gigs that you get because like you're such a big draw and you're you just come in you every just once do in a while. couple yeah but you still get paid shitload of money yeah good but, for yeah, her good, yeah good for her and good for good for um, good for good for Joan Jett uh, to cash in on that yeah so. cash money cash money <laughs> speak spe- speak good podcast speaking good great podcast speaking of her cover songs which are bullshit she she also covered. A, uh, a a song from the Mary Tyler Moore Show, right? Yeah, Love Is All Around uh, is the theme song from the Mary Tyler Moore Show. And it was used for the Women's Final Four uh, for NCAA basketball for different promotional materials. Mm. Um, she also allowed US- ESPN to use songs for the X Games. Which, so hardcore! Hey man, can you do it? No. Give, give me an Ollie trick flip. I can't. 360. I'll, I'll compound fracture my knee. Like, 80, I can't do it. 90 off the backboard of a diving board. I don't know. Did you just do a diving board? It's an X Games. Did they do it? Did they have diving in the X Games? I don't know. I think no, cool. I have, you did a skateboard trick Intense off the diving curling. board. Intense curling. What? Intense curling. Yeah, it's on fire. <laughs> Holy uh, shit, that would actually be cool. <laughs> I like curling. Yeah. Um, she sang the national anthem at Cal Ripken Jr.'s request for the game in which he tied, or excuse me, broke Lou Gehrig's record for m- most consecutive games played. Really? I didn't, so he, he asked for her to play? Yeah, he, he like asked cool. for her to, to sing. That's really cool. Wow, that's um interesting. He could have picked anyone. Yeah. He could have picked Michael Jackson at the time well, if he wanted to. Yeah, I guess. He could have like, picked, uh, I don't know, who's another famous person? Joan Jett's really cool. Besides Joan Jett, who's another famous person? Joan Jett. Uh, Stevie Ford. Nicks. Stevie Nicks, man. Come Lita on. Ford. <laughs> I guess. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> She actually sang the anthem at the last game played at Memorial Stadium uh, for the Baltimore Orioles. Hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Rockville, Maryland. No, that makes yeah. sense. Cause, yeah. I yeah. mean, she was there when she was like 14. Yeah. So the Orioles kind of own that whole state, basically. Take that yeah. Nationals. But yeah. yeah. Fuck off, Nets. And she's she's actually a huge proponent of the U.S. Armed Forces as well. Right. She's done USO tours for over 20 years, and uh, she's performed at the U.S. Military Academy a couple times. It's pretty cool. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you don't really think about that, like, with punk? No. Yeah, but, I, I can't dunk on her for that. Uh, no, it's just, it's a good thing. It's it's funny, like, 
everyone's always talking about how the punk's so anti-establishment, but like she does that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's true. And then the Ramones are actually huge Republicans. Hmm. Well, I mean, her music isn't really like the lyrics. It's not really fuck really, you kind of stuff. Yeah, it's not really anti-establishment. It's more just like I'm a badass and don't fuck with me. Yeah, kind of yeah, pretty yeah. much. I, mean, I guess it is a little bit fuck you, but it's yeah, not but not not like you. it's, it's not, not anarchy. Fuck the man, it's not anarchy. It's, it's like fuck it. I'm gonna do what I want. Yeah. And she's a libertarian. <laughs> really? No, she's not. But that's like oh, that's like, yeah, that's like I, what that's I was like, like. I didn't see that. She's lyrically a libertarian. <laughs> yeah, kind of. That's funny. Uh, interesting. <laughs> so here are some of her awards and honors, real quick. She's in the Long Island Music Hall of Fame, class of two thousand six. It's not Pennsylvania. random. Random shit, yeah, right? right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. I guess. Yeah. She's also probably in like the Omaha. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like whatever. <laughs> the Omaha tractors. Farm is pulling association. The, the, the Colorado State Fair inductee. The uh, Minnesota. <laughs> the the state pig. The crown of Minnetonka, like you know, <laughs> just some bullshit. Alice, yeah. Alice Cooper's handing it over. <laughs> That's I mean, a fake ass award. I'm just gonna say it. Fake ass award. You say every award's fake. <laughs> Rolling Stone's 100 Greatest Guitarists of All Time. Okay, she's, number she's not a very good guitar player. That's one of my beasts with her. She just plays power chords. It's it. It's power, bullshit. Power chords are cool. They make, yeah. they make my balls tingle. <laughs> 87? Fuck 87. that, dude. This is stupid. Who would you put ahead of her? A lot of people. 86 other people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, in 2012, she was the Nancy Alexander Activist Award uh, recipient. Uh, that was for her work on behalf of animal welfare. Goof, mm. goof on that. I'm not going to. Yeah. I like animals. I have yeah. dogs. I'm not going to. You eat them, though. No, What? <laughs> She was the 2014 AP Icon Award. Like Associated Press? I would assume so, unless it means advanced placement. <laughs> she was a really good student. She's great in AP music. <laughs> uh, 2014 Golden God Award. Again. Again, you know what I'm going to say. It's a bullshit award. Ah, it's a fucking cool award. Fuck you. I am a golden god. <laughs> you ever see the movie... Uh, what, Return Almost of the Famous? Attack of the Titans? Almost Famous? Remember the Titans? What are you... Almost Famous, yeah, I've seen Almost Famous. Yeah, he stands on top. I am a golden god. Yeah, and, then, real... he, and then he falls from the... Yeah, yeah almost yeah, dies. But... It's real fucking cool. Yep. Real sad. Yep. Spoiler alert, sorry. Uh, yeah, for a movie that came out in the 90s. Uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee, class of 2015. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's that's cool. I, got, I mean, yeah, that's like everyone, every person that picks yeah, up cars. Yeah, that's dream, everybody's so that's dream to be cool. in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Unless you play blue, I mean, bluegrass cheap, or. Is Cheap Chick in the Hall of Fame? Are they? They might, deserve yeah. to be in the Hall of Fame? Mm. That's the real question. Does mm. Joan Jett deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Maybe, I guess, yeah. I mean, she paved the way for a lot of people, so. She's yeah, she's a feminist icon. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I can't argue with that. She is. Yeah. So, jumping off that a little bit. In interviews, she, when asked about her feminism, because she's like fully described, self-describes as one now, she said when she first came out, like, not first, first came out as an artist, mm-hmm. she didn't, they didn't call themselves feminists. Like, it wasn't in the vernacular or the lexicon. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they were just out there to make music and show that it could be done and right. that women could do it too. Like, she says, like, now that it was partly like women can do it too, I wonder how much of it was then. Because, uh, like, punk was a really male-dominated scene. Yeah. So I'm sure, like, part of it was like, hey, we can fucking do this. Yeah, and I'm sure she had to deal with a lot of shit from people. I'm so- sure it happened all the time. Well, look, like... Yeah. Yeah, that's why the bassist quit. Yeah. But now, now, like I said, she self-describes as a feminist, and part of her goal was to address gender inequality issues. 
through her music and through helping with like education programs for young people to deal with issues like bullying and objectifying women and uh, play, putting them down and stuff like that. I'm just gonna throw this out there. Like, she's a great person. I've been goofing on her the whole yeah. episode. She's a really cool Do you person. Feel like a dick? No, no, I, no. Her music isn't very good. I she's disagree. cool. I like her music. Yeah, I mean, you know, just the whole snarly, just. I'm a badass. She is a bad, more badass than we are. Yeah, she probably kicked my teeth in. Yeah, yeah easily with, with cool, but, cool boots. But yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying that's it's just, just that's joshing. She's just, just joshing. joshing. But she, she's, she's a cool, she's a cool person, and uh, I. Yeah, I mean, if hey, Joan Jet, I love you. I apologize if you listen to this. Uh, yeah, she could be our first California. F- follow us on uh, on on, on our social, on social media. media, Joan Subscribe, Jett. subscribe, like, and listen. Oh my God, Leave I'm so review. sorry, Joan Jet. You fool! <laughs> Look what you've done. I've ruined her chances to gain exposure you've through Joan Jet. It. You've tainted it. We could have been friends. You fucked us. You uh, fucked us without benefit of foreplay. Oh what? <laughs> Uh, I I think I think that about does it with Joan Jett's life. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. I, like she's still around. She's, she's still, still alive. alive. So it's a little different because well, different episode because I guess typically we do history stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, I, she, she's but, historical, but she it's more much more recent than what we right. Do. So this is kind of where we do like the culture side of things. Yeah, because we we do bill ourselves as history and culture. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Comedic, but we're not very funny though. Except except for Bill's. Um, I think I'm funny. Bill's goofing. What was that joke you said, you said earlier today, Bill, about, about the about the art school? What was that? Dude, it's not Bill, very good. Bill was texting me. We were just we we just text other goofs, and Bill texted me a, a really 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 dumb joke, and I loved it. But then the phone somehow like auto sent it, so it sent twice, and I, you were real. Pissed. I looked at it again. I wasn't pissed. I was just like, I'm just gonna ignore this. <laughs> and I walk I walk in to the house, and Bill comes over, and Bill's like, Yeah, do you like the text? I was like, Yeah, it was great the first time. But what what was it, Bill? Do you want to do you want to throw it out there? If Fifty Shades of Grey happened at an art school, it'd be Fifty Shades of Grade. Yeah, Grade. Yep, because it's because it's a schoolin', right? It's a. It's and a also, schoolin'. also because you use different grades of shaded. Oh yeah, this too. Yeah. It's, there's lots of layers there's to this. So joke. many layers. So many layers. <laughs> Every joke is better when it has multiple layers. You have to think through. <laughs> different a gradient scale. Yep. That's. <laughs> yeah. So th- those are the kind of jokes that we come up with. This, this is just what happens, and and I I had to have Bill say I'm too I'm too cerebral for this, this crowd. This is this is above this above is everyone's above mind. You. Uh, so <laughs> quite. <laughs> Bill, do you have do you have a um do you have any a, a town name for me? I got Bill, a or? town name. Go for it. I've got Coffee Town, PA. Coffee Town, PA. Not a great one. I, I could use a cup of coffee today. You know, I don't drink coffee. No, you too no. good for it. Is it the devil's juice? Dude, you know how like fucking naturally energetic I get. Yeah, I know it's it's could wild. You, could you imagine me on coffee or coffeevy? So have you? Is never... that joke still? What's, what? Coffeevy? What is it? You know, remember when Trump tweeted? Oh yeah. <laughs> Does that joke still have play? Still have uh, legs in that joke? Probably no, not. Probably not. No, I mean, there's a new stupid Trumpism that happens every week. Every so. fucking day. So uh, we, we that's the one dumb. shining bastion of our of our livelihood now is we have great jokes. So big, big dumb shit. <laughs> Um, Orange cheese Cheeto looking motherfucker. Uh, Sorry, I kind of went off there. No, bit. it's okay. Uh, I was just trying to think. Um, coffee Town, where is it? It's out by Hershey, actually. Really? Which is pretty great, like coffee and chocolate. You think they named themselves like because of that? There's or a grist mill out there. Oh, okay. So I, I do think like they probably ground coffee beans at the grist mill. Mm. 
And maybe, like, yeah, maybe. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I I love coffee, and I, I like I've coffee learned ice cream. To, I've learned coffee ice cream is very good. Coffee like creamy, coffee. Ew. <laughs> oh, callback oh. right there, and also callback call callback to your life too, I guess. But yeah, yeah I I uh, I like coffee. I need it every day. Yeah, and I didn't used to drink coffee. Then then I you know I just drink coffee now because I'm yeah. I'm a working boy and I need you're a. I need I need I need caffeine injected into my veins. Um, <laughs> IV. Well, when Tom's a phlebotomist, <laughs> just pouring coffee in my brain. <laughs> uh, coffee uh. town. That, that's that's one of our tamer names, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I could give you another one if you want. No, that's that's cool. I, do you want do you want to throw me a good one? Mm, throw me another see good what one. we got here. To, Ooh. to edit this one. Ooh, I don't know if I'm. You want to say that one? Yeah, uh, coon hunter. Oh shit! What? So it's definitely about raccoons. I'm sure maybe. Uh, that's fucked up. Who? Where, where is uh, that based out of? Let's see here. Wow. Um, didn't, didn't expect that to <laughs> come up there. Wasn't expecting that. I was um, hoping for something like blue balls. It's in Snyder County. Snyder County. Of course, it's in Snyder. Snyder County. County? <laughs> it's not near, not too far from where I grew up. Oh wow. Uh, that's um. I don't know if I want to touch that one. I don't. I think we might cut that. No, I'm. I'm gonna keep that in there, but. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, um, I still don't have jokes about it. I don't have jokes about that one either. That's a that's good old PA. That's Pennsylvania for you. I mean, it's it's definitely about raccoons. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. I I hope, I I hope so. Yeah. No, I'm like I'm positive. Yeah, is. yeah. Um, because yeah. raccoon hunting's a thing. Yeah. You take your hounds out. Have you ever read where the red fern grows? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's really sad. By the way, oh my god. I yeah, cry. if you want to cry for I a cry while, I cry every time. Those little... I think our spinoff podcast should be literature podcast, <laughs> where we just sit and read that book over and over again. Yes. Yeah, we just cry <laughs> endlessly. They're, they're little beagles, right? Little beagles? They're coon hounds. Aren't, aren't beagles coon hounds or no? They're a little different, I think. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I might be wrong. But, but yeah, I, they're I, poor little babies. Yeah, they die. The lynx gets them. Yeah. Is it lynx? Uh, yeah, or cougar, cougar or something. Might be a cougar. cougar. Lynx, yeah. That's poor thing. Well, uh... Now that I'm ready to fucking cry. Yeah, so, um, we went from Joan Jett to, uh, coffee to, uh, to, to, I don't even want to say it, but... Where the Red Fern Goes. To where, where, where the Red Fern Goes. Where, the, where red... the Red Fern Grows. I read that book in, when I was in Albania visiting family, and I was, like, I was... Devastated. I was devastated, because I was, like, because everyone spoke Albanian, and that was, like, one of the... <laughs> you had no one to talk to that about? Was one, yeah, that was one of the few English things I had to read, and I was just so sad. <laughs> and, oh, and, shit. and I was, like, oh, I'm, I'm young, and I can't Oh, this shit. To people and they're like what are you crying for <laughs> you little bitch they backhand you push no, you down on the ground no dinner tonight <laughs> make you drink that what's that what's that liquor oh uh, rakis yeah they yeah. just pour it down your fucking throat yeah. in your nostrils in your eyes rakis is very intense albanian liquor that uh uh, I gave Bill once a try, and it, it, it was good. Put some hair on my chest. It, Not that I need it, it, puts, it anymore. It puts hair on all of our. It probably puts some hair on your head too. It's fucking intense, yeah. man. It's it's. I need all the help I can get up there. <laughs> Bald is beautiful. Uh, it, it's it's a harsh ass drink. It's made of potatoes, I think, or maybe maybe plums. I don't know, but it's yeah. it's, it's it's hardcore. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so I think that I think that about does it for today, Bill. Right. Yeah. Um. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Find us on social media. That's Uncommonwealth Podcast on Instagram, at Uncommonwealth P on Twitter, and Uncommonwealth Podcast on Facebook. Uh, shoot us a sh- uh, shoot your shot with us. <laughs> shoot us a message if you have a topic idea. Uh, shout out to Aaron Abel for giving us a retweet on Twitter the other day saying that the snack episode was getting them through the morning. Mm. Um, shout out to everyone who texted me saying the episode made them starving. <laughs> yeah, it made me hungry too. Listen. Yeah, I, I, it did me too. It, I edited it at like 10 o'clock at night one day and I, and I was just like, hmm, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm dying. And 
I know if I eat right now, I'm going to just feel like a terrible person afterwards, but... Mm. So you uh, didn't eat, you butt-chugged a cheesesteak. <laughs> oh, thank you for listening. Uh, <laughs> you guys are the best for dealing with our bullshit. Uh, well, I'm Anastas. I'm Bill. And this has been the Uncomable Podcast. Don't butt-chug a cheesesteak. steak.